Well, so do you think that 2023 is going to be a better year or a more challenging year than the one we just left? (laughs) Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Glad you're here. I'm on the road today and my brother and I are going down to the Space Coast and we're going to watch a rocket launch if it goes up around 10 o'clock Eastern this morning. We have a good day for rocket launches today. First of all, the sun is trining the north node of the moon, and then that sextiles the south node of the moon. I don't think that has anything to do with rockets, but it's a good karmic aspect if you want to work on your soul development. And then the sun is squaring Chiron at 11 o'clock, so right there just after the launch, the sun squares Chiron. But we have two sign changes today. One is the moon. The moon goes void, of course, in Taurus. So with Taurian moon for most of the day. And then it moves into Gemini at 9.43. But right before that, at 5 after 9, Venus enters Aquarius. So the love and money planet, and the one that rules the current moon sign as well, Taurus, will be an Aquarian Venus by the end of today. You know, I, th- I don't think it's bad astrology at all. I don't think it's bad interpretation at all. As these faster planets now move through Aquarius, that we can be looking for little tiny signs of what Aquarius might start to look more like as Pluto enters later in the first quarter in March, just for a couple of months, but then next year, Pluto enters Aquarius and things change big time. So I don't think it's at all wrong to peek around the corner and just see if we get any clues. I mean, I'm not at all picturing or painting that a Venus in Aquarius is like Pluto in Aquarius, not at all. But I I just don't think it's a bad thing to say, let's watch, let's see any hands that might be shown. Because you can say this, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Does Pluto moving into Aquarius radically change Aquarius? Or do the Aquarian themes start to fire off once Pluto is in there for 20 years as theme builders? And if the latter is the case, then might that same Aquarius throw a few things Venus's way? You see where I'm going with this? So why not? Let's take a look. I know that's radical, but I think these are radical enough times that by stepping out of normal protocols, like I was telling some folks over the weekend, I have a couple of new rules in my life. Number one, nothing is normal. (laughs) Nothing is normal. If you look at things through that perspective, then this stuff just doesn't shock you. I mean, like nothing is normal anywhere anymore. And then second, there is no right of way. I watched so many people. I'm in Florida now. They don't drive down here the way they drive in North Carolina. I watched a guy drive against about 30 cars on a one-way exit into a Bucky's because the other entrance had too many cars in it. So he drove one way, wrong way. I watched another guy next to me. I was going to the drugstore to get some cough medicine, and he just ran the red light. There is no right-of-way. That red light that they put out there, well, that's just because somebody liked the color red. That's all it is. It's There are no right-of-ways anymore. You are on your own. Okay, that's my soapbox, <laughs> my 2023 soapbox. 
Let's take a look at the natal chart for this year. What would that be? Well, obviously, it would be 12 midnight. New York, New York is what I have this to. You can do your own locality if you would like. I did this because of the celebrated ball drop. Uh, was I awake? Oh, no, Lord, no. <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch and stayed there all night. But um, let's take a look at this because at that time, you can cast this chart, and I'm in the equal house system if you wanted to line up and see the same things that I'm looking at couple of things that my eyes fall to that are interesting. One is we still in this chart have Jupiter and Neptune in the same house. They are in different signs, obviously. Jupiter now in Aries, Neptune still in Pisces, but they are in the sixth house. That's the house of psychological development. So could it be over the next year that we are going to develop some new spiritual protocols I think that is a huge signature for what is likely this year. It certainly also could indicate as this new variant. Have you seen the new COVID variant that's supposed to be really, really bad? Well, there's another part of that signature, and these are also in the health house. So we are not going to get rid of COVID, according to the chart. Then one house back in the fifth house by itself in Aquarius is Saturn. I don't want to get down in the woods on this right now because we're running short of time anyway, but there's a new event that they had recently that was kind of like Event 201, Gates Foundation and all of that, Saturn, and it involved children. So it's like something you would have to say related to children with that placement. But also, if we were just looking for a light, fun, no worries kind of year, we're not going to get one. Saturn in the fifth could indicate the lack of fun. I don't want to be dour here, but I do want to be realistic. And we got quite a picture of how this year began. The other thing that is of note is the Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Pluto, all in Capricorn, the big stellium in the sky right now, is in the fourth house. So there's this huge emphasis on home and family. So one of the things you could do to lean into that energy is in any kind of way, like even little baby steps, create home and family extraordinaire. Are you a parent? Up your game. You a grandparent? Up your game. You like me and there's challenges in that area? Figure out little breakthrough windows. Create them. There's big energy, and we'll talk more about this because that's worth developing. And then one more. Let's talk about the moon. Oh, we should talk about the rising sign, too. The rising sign is Libra. No planets in the first house. But the moon is in Taurus. So we've got a Venus-ruled thing going on here. Venus rules the ascendant, and Venus rules the moon. It is in the seventh house. Oh, by the way, the Ray Merriman audiobook forecast 2023. If you want to see what Ray Merriman said from a mundane perspective, this is not financial at all. He doesn't go into the finances. You want to have a listen to what's going to happen this coming year from his perspective across all fronts? A brilliant work that is now released on audiobook. The Trends book, which is sign by sign by sign, is coming out hopefully this week or maybe next. I literally want to do a book club around that book, and we'll talk more about that when it comes out. But I've got a great idea. If you want to learn some astrology and do a really big deep dive in that, 
we're going to put something together because we've got a wonderful, brilliant platform to do that from. So two books, Forecast 2023, that one's out. Trends, that's the sign-by-sign book coming out soon. People say there aren't enough good astrology audiobooks. Well, there's another one, and those <laughs> both are excellent. The reason I mention that is with the moon in the seventh house in Venusian-ruled Taurus, Ray mentioned in a lot of the chapters in the Trends book about love and relationships that were favorable this year. And boom, there it is. The moon is in that house. So if you're looking for a relationship, if you're in one, yours could likely get stronger. And if you're not in one, this could be a good time to be looking for one. Wow, I have really blown the time. I'm sorry, guys. Got away from me here. I'm going to go watch The Rocket with my brother. I'll see you back tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Thanks for listening.